Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is, we're still continuing on with the Young Surveyors edition. Uh, Actually, we're meeting the candidates and tonight's interview um, is Mr. Nolan Mark uh, from Indiana. Nolan, thanks for taking the time out to join me. And, um, you know, first off, let's just say, who is Nolan Mark and how, where, what are you at? What are you doing right now? What's your current job? Well, first of all, Tim, thank you, as always, for having me on and giving us this opportunity, uh, especially the YSN. It's always great for us to get out in front of not just, you know, our YSN, but NSPS in general. So as you stated, I'm in Indiana. So specifically, I'm in Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is in the northeast part of the state. Um, I primarily, well, I guess I do run my own business, so owner operator on the mark land surveying uh there's as of last wednesday five of us now um wow good the last time i think we talked it was just hi me so (laughs) yeah i I seem to be doing something right or at least making the wheels turn uh but we we do everything from i'll i tell everybody anything surveying with a little asterisk because I don't touch some areas like bathymetric, but uh, altas, topos, boundaries, elevation certificates, uh, staking, you know, if it's surveying, we'll touch it, especially if it's in our expertise, you know, we we don't do major subdivisions, we'll do minor plats, but we're well-rounded, but we're good at what we do. Very nice. So how did you get to this point now where you're running your own business? I mean, um, tell us a little bit about your college college experience and then coming up to the point where you you were working professionally and then then made this leap off into into your uh your own business yeah so if you ask my wife now at the current time girlfriend she'd probably be like he's been saying this for oh what 10 10 years now he's gonna do it and you know last year i finally made the leap but um for my experience, at least where I went to college at Murray State University in Southwest Kentucky, um, a lot of the professional surveyors in the area were sole proprietors. Or, you know, when I thought of a surveyor, it was just one guy, maybe an intern or, you know, small mom and pop, and that's all there was. So I always saw surveying as you're also going to be a business owner too. Uh, so it's always been engraved in the back of my mind. You know, I've worked anywhere from a large 500 person firm with multiple offices to smaller companies that have 10, maybe five people. So um, the wide range and wide variety, you know, you see it all from nitty gritty to you're just a, a cog in the gear. So not that there's a plus or minus to either or, I mean, both have their advantages and, you know, when I started my business, you know, one of my previous owners, 
they never thought they would get as big as they did. So I have an idea of how big I want to get. I will say I do not want to be 500 people. <laughs> if sure. I could control a 500 person firm, um, <laughs> I, I am a miracle worker at that point. But um, I, I think around 20 would be for me. But um, nice. yeah, and just as far as getting started, um, there's just the demand. People were six to eight weeks, 12 weeks out for boundary surveys, Altas. Um, I'm licensed in three states, working on my fourth one at the moment. So I can pretty much go in a wide two-hour area plus all across the states when need be. So I can fit the demand for people when they need it. Very nice. Well, let's take a step back, I guess, from the professional, the occupation side to your your volunteerism. And you have been very involved in uh, the Young Surveyors Network at both the state and the national level. So tell us a little bit about what interests you about getting involved in the YSN and why it's a critical uh, critical part of the profession and uh, advocacy going forward? So for YSN specifically, uh, getting involved, um, I wanted to bridge that gap. Um, when I was in college, it was, you're going to the, the chapter meetings, you are going to the convention or conference or Institute, as those Wisconsin people say it there, I got to give a Nettie a hard time for that one, but you're always involved. And it feels like as soon as you get out of college, you know, that associate member, as some people label it, does not get the attention that I think it could get from a lot of people uh, our age. I'll, and I'll put an asterisk on that, just not our age, just mm -hmm. since YSN doesn't technically just cover 35 and younger, it's people 10 years and into the industry that's a prime time to develop and turn turn into the surveyor you want to be, or at least get exposed to whatever you want. Um, so when I started off post-college, my bosses and even some uh, of the places I worked, the project managers, you know, they didn't really push getting involved. Um, I think at the time when I first heard about YSN, they kind of just called it a young professionals group and it never took off. So right. um, two or three years later, I kind of was scrolling through Instagram and start seeing, you know, surveyors come up randomly. And it's like, whoa, there are other people out there like me that like to geek out and nerd out. So um, I just approached the board said, Hey, can I do this? Or, you know, do you think this is something we should get involved with? And it was like, well, if you want to do it, do it nobody's going to stop you from doing it. So I just rolled with it and never looked back. Very good. Very good. So I guess that, that leads to really to the next question of, well, you're a young sole proprietor. You're busier than heck. Um, why throw your why throw your hat in the ring here for a, a, an officer position within YSN? I mean, what, what motivates you to want to want to do even more than what you're already doing? Uh, surprisingly enough, you know, the more and more you get involved and you keep taking it to the next level, um, you hear about other states that aren't doing as well either. Um, or, you know, you come to the table and there's 16 to 30 people maybe. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I think there should be 50, just like, uh, the NSPS board of directors, you know, why, mm -hmm. why can't there be someone from every state, whether they're, they're virtually or in person, you know, 
Um, every state has this issue. We all bicker about the same things when it comes to licensure and all the laws and everything else, but we're just another piece in the puzzle. And honestly, for us, it's the most important because I have to do this hopefully for another 25 years or so until I feel like hanging it up. I don't want to go to 80. I promise I won't go to 80 <laughs> or anything. At least I tell my wife that, but I've, I've developed so many relationships within YSN that have helped me on the state side and even on my personal level. But the yes. less and less there is of us, the more important it is to reach out to one another, one another and break those quote unquote boundaries or state lines and realize we all have the same issues and it's easier more than ever now. Exactly. Exactly. Well, very good. All right. Well, uh, last couple of questions are a little more philosophical, but uh, you know, the first one is going to be how does the surveying profession adapt for the current young and future generations of surveyors? Um, How do we, how do we make the, the profession more attractive, more, uh, more visible and something that young people will want to get into. So maybe I'll offer unique perspective or maybe I won't, but, um, I like traveling down two-way streets. Um, I don't do a one-way street and I keep that same mentality within my company. Um, I can learn something from anybody. So I know a lot of people, I mean, mentoring is a big topic. Um, but just because you're a mentor doesn't mean you have all the answers. And as long as you reciprocate that, you can learn something from anybody. Um, in my experiences, I know uh, some people are like, you know, sit down, sorry, shut up and take your turn. You'll get your turn when it is, or you just need to listen for a little while because it's my turn to speak. And maybe that's because if it was a generational gap or those baby boomer, boomers are coming out, there were so many of them that the next generation below them didn't get the attention that they wanted. But the less and less of us, there needs to be a lot of more asking those younger people, how do you get involved? What interests you? Um, like I said, social media earlier is a big one for me, at least. Uh, that's why I help with the YSN social media now, because it's, it's free marketing, it's free advertising. You get out there. I mean, you don't pay a dime. You just have to show yourself. So um And other than that, I mean, the industry itself, it's booming. So technology, it's easier to pick up a phone now, like my five-year-old or excuse me, six or four-year-old probably knows a phone better than I do or a tablet or how to do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, I see that with my intern, you know, they pick up everything so much faster than you would expect someone older or seasoned to learn something just because it's engraved with them now how we learn is a lot different than we did 10, 20, 50 years ago. And it's just going to keep changing that way. Exactly. Well, you kind of answered my, what was going to be my last question is how do we bridge those gaps between the generations of surveying? Um, But it, you know, I guess talk a little bit about the communication and the technology and what each generation brings to the table for, for the whole profession as a whole. Yeah, I guess I did kind of answer that one, but um, li- I mean, listening is the has been the biggest part of my career. Um, when I was just an SI, you know, I was not a big fan of micromanaging, and 
like I said, I reciprocate that in my business every day, but just the way we communicate, whether it's email in person, like this, you and I zoom today, that listening reciprocating is just always going to be the big thing for me. Exactly. Well, very good. Well, we appreciate you taking some time out. Uh, let uh, the listeners get a, get an idea of who they're voting for. Uh, for those that are going to be eligible to vote in the the young upcoming young surveyor elections, uh, please pay attention to the bios. Just want like I said, wanted to get an opportunity to get to know the candidates. And Nolan, thank you for taking the time because uh, it is important that people understand who's out there representing them, and uh, that you know it. it it, whether people want to admit it or not, it, it's a big responsibility to, to take on these roles. And uh, we appreciate you wanting to do that. Well, thank you, Tim. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for, for, for myself and Mr. Mark here. So uh, stay tuned for the, the next one up. Uh, we've got uh, Mr. Mr. Cam Lowe from Texas uh, that we'll be talking to shortly. So talk again real soon. Thank you. Joining me today is another candidate for uh, NSPS Young Surveyors Network Vice President. And actually, I think um, you're probably the only one that we're talking to Cam Lowe today from Texas. I think Cam might be the only one out of all of the, the young surveyor candidates. He's actually a returning guest to Surveyor Says. Uh, it's been a little bit since we had you and your brother Ben on, but... Uh, and I, I still think back to that uh, that episode, and I just I I laugh the whole flipping time. You and your brother are just cracking me up. So, welcome, Cam. How are you doing today? <laughs> hey, Tim. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. All I right. Appreciate that entrance there. Oh well, intro, no. So well, like I said, I, I I I we had fun with that episode, and uh, oh yeah, it it really it showed the dynamic. Uh, not of just you know the the whole media of podcasting, but really what the profession at a younger age, a younger generation, a younger interest level, um, that it it is something that really can be shared. And and I've had several people tell me that how much they enjoyed that episode and really what it meant to hear the enthusiasm about the profession uh, from not just one but but uh, two uh, two young individuals that really really enjoy what they're doing. That's that's awesome. That's great to hear, man. Uh, I mean, that means a lot to me, uh, and I'll pass that along to Ben for yes, sure. Yes, please do. Um, please do. Yeah, we, well, we thoroughly enjoyed our time. So, so well, good. tell us for those who didn't hear the episode, and not and I, 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 I'll plead with you to go back and listen because it was it was a hoot. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Cam, and what you're doing now, and how you got involved with uh, with YSN at both the state and the and the national level. Sure. So um, it's already been said, but I'm Cameron Lowe. Most people call me Cam. I'm a, a proud Texan, and it doesn't take long to realize that, especially at those national meetings. I'm a, I'm a second-generation land surveyor. I'm an identical twin. I am older by three minutes, so that's important to remind <laughs> Ben next time you see him. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I said, I'm a second-generation land surveyor, so I've been around it my whole life. Uh, wasn't really pushed into it. You know, uh, I would say 
kind of guided in that general direction. But obviously, my, my dad just wanted us to just do something that made us happy. But he always told us, yeah, I think you guys would really like it. And by the time y'all are getting into high school and then graduating and getting into college, you're going to be in a, uh, a period in our profession where we're really, really needing young people. He's like, it would be very, very smart. And it would be, um, you know, a, a good, a good thing to look into. And so, yeah, we worked some summers there with, with him and out in the field with some of his guys and uh, liked it enough. I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. And went to, uh, got my associates in Houston um, just at a junior college there and then went up to Tyler junior college up in uh, Tyler, Texas. Um, and that's where I was first exposed to uh, TSPS, the local chapter four there, you know, you met with some of those guys. Oh, yes. Uh, Steve Freeman, Connor Brown, you know, Shane Neely. And and seeing those guys get so involved coming out to our little meet the incoming freshman group pizza party and just seeing that support from, from some of those guys made a lasting impact on me. And so after went through the program, got my degree, came back to Houston to start working, um, I was fortunate to be mentored by Heather Sides, which mm -hmm. is, uh, as you know, she just finished her term as president of TSPS and just, she was yes. my mentor and she um, voluntold, but I mean, I, I think I would have done it anyways, but right. Volan told me to start getting involved with TSPS and I'm just very thankful I did. Uh, I, I took over Texas Chunk Surveyors um, uh, back in 2019 uh, Anna Rios was kind of the forerunner on that. She uh, huge shoes to fill. Um, she she set the bar really high, and she encouraged me to give it a go. I was a bit intimidated by it, but I'm so glad I did. I met great people like you, you know, David Anderson, just so so many others at, at the at the NSPS meetings, and uh, you know, these past few years have been been very very awesome a lot of professional and personal growth for me being in this position to promote the, the surveying profession to, to young people and, and people who aren't even in it. So I'm very blessed. Well, yeah, well, we appreciate your enthusiasm and your, and your participation. So I promised that I would bring up uh, last year's student competition. Uh, can you give us your take of how, how well it went? I'll let you tell the story. Well, blood sweat and tears so i think this is the first time we had this format on the student competition it is which i loved it <laughs> excuse me during the middle of it so we went on a monument hunt all across the dc area we even we even went and each each monument had a different point value all like the super dense clustered ones there in the mall area were just like one point each and and mm -hmm. the um the young surveyor coordinator was you had one per per college uh, group of kids there and they would be the scorekeeper. They would use an app that was developed GIS space app to <clears throat> take a picture, record it, log it for their team. Anyways, we, uh, I was just along for the ride. They, they had it all planned out and I'm just so thankful. I had tennis shoes that day. <clears throat> Cause even then by the end, I think <laughs> my Apple watch told me 13 and a half miles. I walked that day. Oh yeah. I don't even, I, it felt like 50, 
<laughs> by, by the end of the day, my feet were just swollen. My It felt like I was stepping on needles. And all these young college kids, I say young, they're younger than me for sure, but they're just, yeah. come on, let's go. We're almost there. And and they were they were awesome, the Texas A&M Corpus Christi kids. They, I, I mean, I had so much fun. I wasn't really noticing it. But, man, when I got back right. to the hotel that night, I was uh, – Everyone was going to the social, everything like that. Man, I went to the bar, got a hamburger and a drink, and I went back to my room and I just sat there <laughs> and just sat in the quietness and I tried tried my best to ice my feet. But it, it was uh it was a fun experience all around. I'd do it again. It was it was super cool. Got to see some really cool old monuments, stone monuments, uh, a lot oh, of cool yeah. stuff. So not my proudest moment. But uh, oh you know, no, it's it's uh it is fun what it is. It about makes it. for oh yeah, the the guys remind me about it all the time. So uh, I'll uh I'll be back and better for uh for this coming spring. All right, well that's that. well that's good. Well, obviously it didn't deter you for throwing your hat in the ring for an, an officer position with uh, the national uh, national young surveyors. I guess what's what's your motivation? I mean, you've got. You're like, every, you know, like a lot of people in the profession right now, uh, you're up to your, your eyeballs and work. You're actually, I'm glad to hear you're taking a little time for yourself over the holidays, but everybody's busy and you're, you're definitely no exception. What drives you to want to throw your hat in the ring to, to be involved that much more at, at even a national level? What, what drives that, 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 uh, that passion? Honestly, it's the, um, you know, the leaders have been in that position before me when I first showed up in 2019, or I guess it would have been, yeah, it would have been in 2019. Um, seeing, you know, at the time guys like David Anderson, I think was the president mm -hmm. uh, or possibly VP. I can't remember, but seeing those guys um, in a position like that in Denver and, and, and Jacob Heck, some of those guys, uh, it made a lasting impact because, you know, being in a position here in Texas, I, I have some young surveyors who are kind of the local coordinators and stuff like that. And some are more active than others. And, and, you know, it, it was just refreshing to see, uh, I guess, um, new blood for lack of a better term there and get their input from completely different regions from the country. And uh, honestly, it was the, the leadership, getting to see them work together, their enthusiasm, you know, and, and, you know, they're always going to have to eventually move on and, and they right. go through the, the three-year process there or what have you. And, um, and I, you know, I don't want to see that go astray. You know, we have, um, <clears throat> I think I'm running against Nolan Mark with mm -hmm. on the Mark surveying. That dude's a, that dude's awesome. He's one of my buddies and, and um, you know, I, I'm glad more more people are stepping in to carry the torch. I guess you could say, I was inspired. In other words, uh, if if I had to sum it up, I was inspired by the leaders before me, and I want to try to continue the legacy. We've we've made lots of progress, and I want to kind of keep it going, keep that momentum going, and try to inspire people to come behind me. So, well, that's good. No, no, that's and that's that's the right reason. I mean, a lot of people want to do some things to just kind of check the box. Um, no, you, it uh, really sounds like you're doing it for what I'm, what I would say is, is the right reason. And you're right. There's been some great leadership, uh, the last several years. And, uh, I think 
that uh, across the board, all of the all of the candidates for all of the offices are going to be there, there's the there, um, they're all positive. So yes, so we'll, I'm curious to see where it all goes. Like I said, it's uh, it, there's there's no losers here. Um, I guess really, and I'm trying to be cognizant of your time as well. My big final question has been for all of the candidates. Um, not so much what is the future of surveying, but uh, as a younger surveyor, and you see with the technology and how communication is different uh, now versus you know my generation and older, how do you see that the profession itself needs to adapt so the millennials and the Gen Zs have more more interaction, more uh, I guess. Uh, more say and where and 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 really how the how the profession is going to go forward because obviously the technology and the communication is different. How do we how do we change the profession to 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 make that make it continue to make it grow in this current in this current climate? Man, you have a way with questions. That's uh, that's a million dollar question, right? Um, oh, sure it is. But you've got you've got ideas. <laughs> sure. Um, so honestly, I I've noticed a trend. Uh, with with the older generation either they're um they're all in and they're supportive of the young surveyor but hey what do we get like like yourself what what do we got to do let's let's uh let's 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 move forward in a positive direction or they're on the later end of their career they're checked out they're ready to retire they don't they don't really care and then they're, they're not involved and so for me it's continue to build relationships with like people like my mentor, Heather Sides, people mm-hmm. like you, uh, so many others who are so involved and, and support the Young Surveyor movement that for me, that's that's critical is to continue communication with them, keep a good relationship and 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 always, always, always be receptive to ideas, be receptive to what people want to bring to the table. Listen, don't speak too much. Try to listen as much as possible get other people's input. I value the older generation's input for the, you know, a lot more wisdom. They've been in the game longer, but when they come to me and, and they have a, you know, they have an attitude of, Hey, I want to hear what you have to say. I want to, I want your input that that resonates with me. So honestly, the communication and continue to building on those relationships that has to be kind of at the foundation going forward. Uh, That that's, that's where I really focus a lot of my time, but to kind of tap into that, the, the millennial and Gen Z's I found um, being able to just get out there, get into schools. We at LJA where I'm at, they, they support us so much in my, in my mm-hmm. efforts. And I'm so thankful for that. We have a, we have career day where, and you know, the Klein Collins high school here oh, yes. with uh, the, the geospatial program we're always at the top of the list. Hey, send us some surveying students. And even if they don't have surveying students, engineering, we'll take them all. Like, we'll, we have a feeling we'll, uh, we'll leave a good impact on them and getting those kids engaged. We have a real young group uh, out of the Houston office and the survey group, the techs and some of the SITs. And so getting, getting with those millennials and, and the Gen Z's and stuff like that and, and engaging them with through technology and and be doing hands-on demonstrations, uh, you, you see you see the room light up. You see which mm-hmm. ones just instantly. Oh yes, I didn't even know these things existed, and 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 I just tell my guys, I was like, 
be watching the room. When you see their facial expression, I want you to go talk to that person after it goes back to that communication. Just plant the seed. Just, you know, hey, I love what I do. I get to work with some great technology. And and or it did it maybe technology isn't what it usually is what kind of perks their attention because they're so technology driven, but there's still some out there that really love history and really love, you know, some of that other part of serving that I I personally love a lot. So I just try to you know, pay attention when you're in trying to engage them and, and then seek opportunities to plant that seed. That's, that's really, that's at the end of the day, that's all we can do. You can't force anybody into the profession, but setting yourself up into a position through career days at your local, at, at where you work or going out to career days at school. We have the sandbox, the I'm reality sandbox at TSPS sponsored, putting yourselves in those situations and then just paying attention. Just pay attention to people, how they engage, and try to just plant that seed. That's you do that enough times, you're you're gonna you're gonna reap some some great rewards. So that's it's kind of grassroots, but you know that's where it starts. There is not gonna be a high level. Oh, I could flip this switch, this decision, and suddenly everything starts churning. We start getting more people in. It, it takes communication with with the older group. And it takes uh, communications from us going to these Gen Z um, kids and, and communicating again um, and showing support and passion like the, uh, I'm sorry, I said older, the more seasoned group does with us. So <laughs> Yes. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rambling at this point, but I think, uh, no, I, I think stick to the fundamentals for me, that's what yep. works. And, and if something else comes along, an opportunity for me, this is an opportunity. This is, you know, to step up into a leadership role. This is, this is a higher than the grassroots type fundamental stuff. This is okay. Well, this is a platform. Now, how am I going to use right. it? Right. Or how are the others going to use it? Whoever gets elected. So um, that's stick to stick to fundamentals for me is, is what um, that's, that's where you got to get out there. You got to battle in the trenches. That's where, that's where you get the most results I feel. So no, nope. so we've been doing it in Texas and it seems to be working. So you bet. No, well said, very well said. Um, bottom line is the, I, and I, and I agree that I think the, I think the future of surveying is actually bright and that we do have a lot of potential, a lot of, you know, we got a course correct as we go along, but uh, it's having the, the young bright minds like yourself that uh, that can be out in front and help lead that charge. Um, all right, people, ballots are out. Let's uh, let's uh, uh, look at them both. Figure it out what you want to do. But the the most important thing is 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 vote. And uh, we we need to we need to be able to to put the uh, put our strong people in there. And uh, I think you've heard a strong one today as well. So, Cam, thank you for your time. And uh, I hope you enjoy the hopefully some of your holiday time off. And, uh, uh, you know, at a minimum, I look forward to seeing you in Arlington again in the spring. And uh, hope, hopefully uh, you know, the uh, the walking of the monuments goes a little better this time. <laughs> well, um, yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'll be there. And then the FIG thing around the corner as well. Uh, yep. It'll be here before we know it. I plan to be there, too. So uh, I'm looking looking forward to it. Thank Should you so be. much for your time, Tim. Thank you for what you do. Oh, well, you're uh, you're for, welcome. Uh, thank you for that open line of communication. I, I appreciate it. Well, that's what we're here for. So, all right, people, get out there and vote.
and uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, like I said, it, we've got a whole bunch of great candidates for both vice president and for secretary. Take a good look at them. Uh, like I said, there there are, there are no dogs in 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 this bunch, uh, but they're all good people. But uh, you know, the most important thing is is to vote. So we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.